Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, or COMPASS, is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Centers for Disease Control and or any other government agency. This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, or Compass in Fairfield, Connecticut. If you'd like more information about what you hear during today's show, give us a call, 800-339-9252, or you can visit us online at compass-ltd.com. While you're at the website, scroll on down to the radio and podcast section of the page. You can check out past shows and you can subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or even Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions about uh, what we're talking about today or even to set up a virtual meeting, especially during these uh, not-so-much-in-person meeting times. Now, in the days after the coronavirus began ravaging the American economy, Congress quickly got to work on what's become officially known as the CARES Act. Now, CARES stands for Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security, CARES Act. And maybe they could have gotten it done if they just called it something else that didn't have an acronym, but they could have got it done quicker, but they got an acronym in there again. Now, after the House and Senate passed the bill with broad support, President Trump signed it into law and there was a little back and forth. There was, you know, we say broad support, but now during today's show, we're going to peel the CARES Act apart a bit so you can get a better understanding of its key components, how some of them may affect you and your wallet. But before we really get into our topic, I'd like to introduce the person who maybe cares the most, and that's Tony Shore. Tony, how you doing today? <laughs> well, oh, are we talking about pizza? Because you yeah. said I care the most. And uh, <laughs> if that's the case, it must be regarding pizza. No, I don't mean to make light. Obviously, uh, this is a tough time for a lot of people out there. And, um, you know, there are some good things in the CARES Act. Uh, I know you're frustrated by some of it. I'm looking at it, looking at the price tag, thinking, uh, just thinking about all the taxes. We're going to have to repay it. Uh, you know, it's not, nothing's free anymore, no, right? Nothing ever was. And $2 trillion is a lot of money. And now it's more than that. They say by the end, I just read an article. Um, I forget where it was, Washington Times, WAPO or Wall Street Journal, one of those. Uh, one of the W newspapers um, starts with a W. <laughs> it does. Uh, said that it, uh, the price tag will actually end up being about six trillion dollars, and that's trillion with a T. And uh, I know that's actually even real money to you, Matt. But um, uh, that is crazy. And thinking about how much in debt we're going, and how much uh, you know, the fact that people think, I wonder if they're going to raise taxes to help cover. Well, yeah, I mean, just stop and think about this for a second with the scale of that number. Most people can't accurately absorb the size of that number. No, a billion is hard for me to wrap my head around, one billion. Yeah, and I think we touched on this not that long ago. So we were talking about kind of what Warren Buffett was doing. Like $300 million is one-tenth of 1% of, when that's one-tenth of 1% of somebody's, you know, capitalization, 
three hundred some odd million dollars. That starts people. You say a number, and it just it can't mean as much to people. And six trillion just doesn't feel like a lot because people are going to think about some of the numbers that they're getting this my 1200 or this or that. So it doesn't seem like a lot, but listen, I think it's great that people are going to get the support. And you said not to make light of it, Tony, I don't know what else we can do at this point, except make light of things, right? It's either that or just do nothing but suffer. Well, if we can't make light of the things, the government cups comes up with to try to quote unquote, (laughs) fix things. What can you make fun of? Honestly, at this point, I'm just saying uh, that's how I deal with bad anyway, is to, just you know deal i i don't like bad i'd rather make it happy sad is not it's got its place i get it but let's uh i'd rather just be able to still laugh about things no matter how bad they're getting that's how i i feel we still know we're human through this whole thing so if we do make a little fun of this or if it's hit too close to home for you we're not doing it out of disrespect this is how this is how i get by when these things are going on anyway so well, yeah, uh, and li- and like most Americans, you, you know, I'm just here hunkering down my home office, my little home studio here. We're trying to stay safe yeah, and let, go about so this, our business. So, so back to the two trillion mark and that kind of incomprehensible number. It's it's a huge number. There's no outstanding, you know, there's no shortage of outstanding news stories about the CARES Act out there right now. And please don't take my tone of voice while we talk about some of this uh, as how I feel about everything. There's parts about this that I think are really great. And there's parts of this that really worry me. And even the ones that worry me, I'm sure are going to help someone. So, uh, but regardless, uh, there, there was a, a piece in investopedia.com and it's, it's written and titled simply enough, coronavirus aid, relief and economic security cares act. What's in the 2 trillion coronavirus stimulus bill. Now that's, that article was written prior to yesterday when they threw another 450 some odd billion dollars at it already. So uh, the original bill was signed into law March 27th, 2020 at at $2 trillion. It's the largest rescue act in American history. It's designed to provide relief to large and small businesses, various industries, individuals, their families, gig workers, independent contractors, even hospitals. Wow. Yeah. I I know that uh, it's crazy. Uh, uh, Some of the things and uh, 2 trillion it gives us a lot to discuss. So what's the first thing that jumps out at you about the CARES Act? Well, one of the biggest elements in the new law is the $349 billion that they earmarked to support small businesses in maintaining their payroll and some overhead expenses during the emergency. The clear goal is to keep as many workers employed as possible. This might be where you start to hear my voice kind of changing a little bit about this because that got tapped out super quick and there's people on both sides about how this works. So now there are some, there's some rules about this, that original $340 million has already been spent. Now they have, the rules were, um, they could apply, they could get up to a maximum of $10 million, which is two and a half times average monthly payroll. If they had fewer than 500 employees, uh, more than 500 employees, but still qualified under the SBA standard. If they had fewer than 500 employees per physical location, or if they were a food service or accommodation business, it's important to note that for many businesses, most or, or all of the $10 million loan is forgivable. And a lot of people got really mad that some hotels got this and something else. I can tell you this. I have a friend, he owns a hotel doesn't make him an incredibly rich person. He owns a business and he employs a lot of people. He's one of those people that would qualify for this one. He doesn't own 60 hotels. He owns a hotel. 
Oh, all right. Yeah. So, you know, lumping him in with every hotel owner that qualified here, I, I think you have to be careful with that piece. You, people have to remember just because someone owns what looks like, a, you know, a, a huge corporation, they may own just a part of that company. Right. And that, it's you not know, like his it, last name is Hilton. Right. And, 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 <laughs> and let's face it, there's Hilton's that get a bigger share of the pie than others. Right. That's so, true. Oh, that's true. So hello, the, Paris. Oh, All right, go ahead. <laughs> So anyway, um, a lot of it can be forgivable and we'll, we'll get into some, uh, uh, we can probably get into that part, right? How about how some of that can be used? Should we talk about that? Well, yeah. I mean, how can that money be used? Right, so they, they said it, uh, to lay it out first, payroll benefits, interest payments, rent, and utilities. Now the fees are waived for the loan collateral and personal guarantees aren't required. I don't know if any of our listeners have ever been involved in an SBA loan before. It was one of the most painful loan experiences you've ever been through. You'll ever go through in your life. I've oh, wow. had a lot of clients go through them. I've been through an SBA loan process before. It is the hardest loan to get done. You're dealing with different entities and the government's involved. Bureaucracy. So yeah. Super efficient. And, uh, <laughs> so the, um, the, there's no, there's, they didn't have any of the, any of the fees and some of the collateral was gone for these. So that, that was helpful. It made it much more streamlined. This particular process, the companies I know that qualified for this and got it in that first round, especially if they were working with smaller banks had perhaps the easiest process they've ever gone through as far as getting some funding. It also included a uh, 10 billion in emergency grants for small business, private nonprofits, um, the, that that dried up super quick as well. Uh, the grants, those could be converted into advances on the forgivable loans we were already discussing. So, um, and now the forgivable part about this is that if 75% of this loan uh, was used as for payroll and payroll preservation in certain periods within certain amount of weeks and then over a certain period of time, then the loan is forgivable. Wow. Um, so it's really about keeping people working or getting them back off the unemployment rolls. Right. And, and it even ties into something called the economic injury disaster loans and uh, kind of enhances that. We, I don't think we need to get into that. But clearly, as countless news reports tell us, um, unemployment, I wanted to address that. That has skyrocketed since the coronavirus yeah. upended our lives. So what does the CARES Act do for people who might be out of work right now? So it does some really good things. Actually, uh, I'm glad you brought this one up. Millions of Americans are struggling right now. I, not that millions don't struggle every day, but well, sure. people who aren't used to it are right now. And thankfully, the CARES Act does offer some degree of relief for many of them. Uh, the bill extends uh, both eligibility and payment amounts to the unemployed. And I think pretty importantly, it also significantly increases who's eligible for unemployment benefits. So it's essentially every American worker. Uh, other than remote online workers and those already on paid leave, everyone else is eligible. So that's, I think, very important. Yeah. And expanding benefits to people like gig workers, as they call them nowadays, or yeah. uh, independent contractors, that's a big change and I think warranted. What else can you tell us about how this new bill uh, offers help to the unemployed? I think there's, a, in addition to providing the benefits to people who weren't previously eligible, it also covers contractors, like I said, and self-employed people whose benefits have already run out part-time workers, uh, workers with previously insufficient work histories. People should know, though, 
uh, that the bill exempts those who can continue working remotely or who, who are already using paid sick leave or other leave benefits. It does exempt them. But if not, you, you can take advantage of the program right now. Yeah. And, and I think that's huge. And, you know, there's also an increase in benefit amounts and mm-hmm. the length of time that benefits can be collected, right? Right. So the window for collecting benefits has been increased from 26 weeks to 39 weeks. And the bill also funds the new federal pandemic unemployment compensation program. And that provides people with $600 per week on top of their regular unemployment insurance insurance payment. That that program also gives workers who had exhausted their benefits an additional 13 weeks of payment. Now, again, folks, this isn't coming for free, but it's coming at the right time for people who need it. Now, I can say I know a few people who are making more now on an un- unemployment than they did when they were working, especially with the new $600 a week on top. So um, this is what so you, you're going to hear people who are for this. You're going to hear people who are against this. I say, let's just be you know, smart about it. This this is going to come at a price in the future. If you're making more than you were making before, you might want to put a little bit of that away instead of spending it all on quarantine art supplies. Well, yeah, that would be smart. Um, but we know uh, we don't always make the right decisions. Uh, sometimes we let emotions take control or impulse uh, spending uh, takes control. Now, we should take a moment here to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you and set up that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation. And I know, Matt, you're willing to meet with people virtually and online, right? Yeah, we, we're doing pretty much everything online or on the phone, uh, you know, video, voice over internet. We don't really see anyone in person right now, just so everybody can be as comfortable as possible going through what they need to go through. So it's pretty easy to still get in touch with us. All you call us 800-339-9252, or you visit us online at compass-ltd.com. Well, and thanks for letting us know that. Hopefully, uh, listeners, pick up the phone, give Matt a call, have a chat with him. Uh, Don't let him be lonely. Uh, He'd love to hear from you. Uh, But today we've been breaking down the recently signed CARES Act and discussing how it's going to affect America's business, workers, and you. Uh, And like most large federal bills, the CARES Act, you know, it's a maze. It's a doorstopper with plenty of new rules, regulations, standards. But I think we're doing a good job uh, breaking this down. And you know, if I, I've done reading about the bill, and you always see these references to changes in taxes, and of course, those tax credits, the stimulus checks people are getting. Tell us more about that. Yeah, so we just started talking about a little bit of this just before. Uh, I think we, I think you're right. You're, this is quite a doorstopper, and you know, as a financial services professional, I'm happy to do this. And if you need further explanation about this. Call myself, call whoever your professional is, get an understanding of what you're going to be going through. Uh, these are some pretty complex financial issues. And if they don't know, there's they're, if, they're, if they're not fully up to date, because this is deep, uh, there's plenty of webinars they can suggest for you. Uh, other other resources, some of the articles we're talking about today, like the uh, the one that from Investopedia.com. If you you can start there, Corona Aid Relief and Economic Security CARES Act. What's the two trillion dollar coronavirus stimulus bill? So thanks to this CARES Act, many Americans are going to receive a check from the federal government. Uh, specifically, their one-time direct payments of twelve hundred dollars will be sent to adults single adults making up to $75,000 a year. 
Uh, married couples making up to 150000 will receive t- twice that, 2400 And families will receive additional payments of 500 per child up to the age of 16. Uh, that's going out on kind of a schedule um, that, and you can, I think, let me, you can pull that. I can pull that up. Probably I might have it handy. Um, if you go to uh, the Motley Fool uh, that here's precisely when you'll get your stimulus check. There's a schedule there as to when the checks will be going out. So the government can print roughly 5 million checks a week, I guess, is what they're printing. So uh, the first ones were going out to the electronic direct deposit people, and then uh, it's going as your adjusted gross income goes up. So the lowest earners will get their paper checks first, all the way to the highest earners, and they expect to be done somewhere in the first week of September. So that's how that will look. you should note that the checks actually phase out for the higher incomes as well. So they drop to zero at $99,000 mark for single individuals and $198,000 for joint filers. So, and it drops by, I think it's $5 for every hundred dollars over um, the threshold. So let's say a good example of that. I think I have one right here. If you had a, if you were making $80,000 in adjusted gross income, you'd get $950 instead of the maximum $1,200. Consider it kind of like prorated for your income, not like the day of the month, but how much you make. Sure, sure. And and one of the things I've been curious about that I think will also have uh, some relevance for our listeners is what the bill means for borrowing from your retirement plan, which I know you're always saying is a no, people say that's a no-no. Uh, but they did make some uh, options for that. What can you tell us about that? As I can tell you about this, I, I'm going to preface it with this. Don't do it before you talk to your financial services oh, professional. Sure. Don't ever that, touch your retirement accounts without yeah. knowing what you're doing because of not only tax implications, right, but everything. Right. So they've there there are some things that, and listen, you know, you always hear me talking about working from a plan. So let me, let me just say for those For my planning people, those of you who have been working from your plan, you know we don't need to dip into those uh, accounts because of our emergency funds. And if you've been doing that, I'm proud of you. Good job. Good work. Uh, If you haven't been doing that, listen, that's where it is. Let's deal with that now. That's what we'll talk about next. We can't maybe fix that right now. We'll fix that when things get better. I promise. And if you need help with that, you can give me a call. But Let's talk about what it means right now. Um, there, that does allow people to take special disbursements and loans from those tax advantage retirement funds of up to a hundred thousand dollars without any tax penalties. So normally, those come with ten uh, percent penalties if you were drawing them prior to you know age fifty nine and a half on most of these. So uh, this that plus your normal income tax. So that it, it gets rid of some of that. It also weighs the required minimum distribution rules for four hundred one k plans and individual retirement accounts. As, as well as that 10% penalty we were talking about on early withdrawals. Now that's up to $100,000 again. Account holders would be able to pay back the distributions over the next three years and would also be allowed to make extra payments for the purpose of repayment. And they can be utilized by anyone directly affected by the coronavirus itself or anyone who's facing economic hardship because of the virus. But again, talk to a financial professional first and make sure you don't have other options prior to tapping into that one. Well, yeah, and that's the perfect time to remind our listeners of that. Before you do anything with retirement funds or changing strategies, 
you have to talk to a trusted, experienced financial professional like yourself. I'm not going to name names, Matthew Brunner, but uh, I, I know a guy. Uh, but there are tax implications for businesses within the CARES Act too, right? There are, absolutely, Tony. Uh, for businesses, the bill creates a new employee retention credit against employment taxes to urge businesses to retain and pay their workers during any quarter when their operations are partially or fully suspended because of the coronavirus. Now, listeners should be aware that credits don't extend to businesses that receive those small business interruption loans. Uh, the bill also spells out that the 2020 payroll taxes will be deferred. 50% of payroll taxes will be due in 2021. The other 50% will be due in 2022. Um, and some of this too, there's Family Medical Leave Act, there's extended stuff for that. So you can get some tax credits for the uh, for the payroll you are paying to those employees while they're out, uh, up to 80% of their payroll you can get tax credits for. Uh, you have to be very careful in your accounting. Again, make sure you're talking to your financial professional, your accountant, your bookkeeper, you're all on board. QuickBooks has special settings in it to track all the tax credits. Uh, it, it's a good tool to use during this time if you own a small or medium-sized business. Uh, so they're Oh, last, uh, 2020 business operating losses, they can be carried back for up to five years as well. Right. And that's that's important to understand all that. And it's a lot to take in. And, you know, something, to be honest, I mean, we're, we're, we're making fun a lot of the, of the government and the bureaucracy. But when you think about the size and the scope of this CARES Act, combined with the fact that, as we've pointed out, Congress historically hasn't gotten much of anything done quickly, ever. Uh, the speed with which this bill was actually drafted, then sent to the president and signed into law really is remarkable. Uh, I will say that. Yeah, um, I wish I wasn't so cynical that it just also didn't scare the heck out of me because it takes them usually so long to mess things up only a little. Yeah. Well, and here's the here's what's frustrating about that. I mean, in one way, it's positive. In another way, it's like, OK, when it comes to, hey, infrastructure, right? that we need yeah. so badly in this country, uh, the partisan politics have, have basically put a, a stop on My things gosh. getting done and yep. things that could really help people. But when it comes to spending $2 trillion, boom. <laughs> oh, $2 trillion? No problem. They that's like, that's weird because we just wanted $50 million for one yeah. issue that could have fixed so much for so many people, and uh, you never got that done. You couldn't do it. Right. It's like, but it's weird. It's like bewitched. They just tw they twitch their nose and it just worked <laughs> this time. I only wish we could do that all the time. Again, I'm not I'm not against this bill. I'm just scared of what it may mean down the road. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm, sc I, I'm scared. I, I worry that, you know, I'm hoping this next four hundred and fifty four billion or whatever they rolled out yesterday is more effective for really helping those mom and pops than the last yes. round was. Yes. Uh, I hope if it goes as far as the $6 trillion that you read, that those dollars just go to the right places yeah. and really where it's going to help the you most. You just have to hope and pray they end up where they're supposed to go and they're used correctly. Yeah, and they, and they you, are putting a lot of you know rules in place, but will they be enforced properly? Will yeah. the, it get to where it's going? It's just like when you donate to a charity. Will that money get to what where it needs to get? Well, there is a need. Uh, but will that need be met just because you pass the bill uh, doesn't necessarily mean it gets where it's going, but we can hope and pray. And you know, we know some of it's getting out there. Uh, right. So a big one on this next piece was like they put another hundred million dollars into testing. 
right? So right. Uh, all, all that money that or the you know or the hundred billion or whatever. I'm sorry, not a hundred million, like a hundred billion of that four hundred and fifty four they did yesterday. A lot of that is going right to testing, and it, that that's huge. That's with the backlog that's been there. So yep. there's 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 a lot to say about healthcare. This increases payments to healthcare providers by a hundred billion through the uh, wow. through a combination of programs, including Medicare reimbursements, grants, other direct payments from the federal government. It also calls for $27 billion in spending on tests, vaccine development, medical treatment devices, $16 billion in purchases, plus the other hundred they threw at it yesterday. Again, you know, it was a little weak. So here's where in hindsight we see, oh, we know that there's a backlog in testing. Well, now they just threw, you know, what, twice, three times as much, at least three times as much at, at that same piece of it yesterday than they did the first time. So I, there's a lot. I think they will get a little bit more right every time. I hope that in the same process that in these times when there's too many, there's the wrong people in people's ears, there's always something buried somewhere. Yeah. So I just, I just really, my heart wants us all to go to the right place. My yeah. brain wants us all to go to the right place. Sure. But the combination of the both tells me a, a few of the dollars will of course end up in places that maybe could have been, could have worked better. But again, I can't be mad at a guy because he owns two restaurants uh, and still, you know, and employs 70 people rather than the guy who owns, uh, you know, a corner store and employs 17 people. They're both still giving people jobs. They're both, yep. I think, you know, should be eligible for a piece of the pie just because one has a national name to the franchise he bought and the other one's a completely independent guy. doesn't make the people that count on them any less important. That's true. That is a good point. And, you know, one of the things that has come up frequently when this CARES Act has been discussed is a desire from medical professionals, as well as some lawmakers, to emphasize adapting, at least temporarily, some of the rules and regulations like like Medicare. What can you tell us about that? Well, uh, it does, in fact, relax some laws, Medicare payment regulations, drug approval rules to allow more flexible response to the coronavirus and its fallout. Now, as with any major piece of legislation, it creates some new rules as well. It also requires health insurers to cover coronavirus testing, as well as treatments and vaccines that are currently being developed. Uh, it protects healthcare workers from liability if they volunteer to fight the pandemic across state lines, which has always blown my mind. You know, you have doctors without borders unless they're your you know, interstate borders. Uh, it increases funding for healthcare training, education, modernization. Uh, maybe it'll increase. I'm not going to be cynical about this part. I think it's do, they're doing a lot of good there. So we'll leave it at that part. <laughs> right. Yeah. You can leave it there. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's and, leave it there. And, and it has helped and it's really been an eye opening look. Uh, but unfortunately we're out of time uh, for today's show. It's just flown by. Holy uh, moly. Yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to add before we go? Yeah. You know, keep loving everybody. Keep calm. Keep well. Uh, if you if you need some help, if you need any questions about what you heard today answered, give us a call 800-339-9252. Visit us online at compass-ltd.com. And, you know, if you get a minute, you enjoy those extra minutes you get at home with your family right now. Things will get back to normal. Those of us, those people have been through it and have had it and can get back out there and uh, get the world ticking again. Uh, I'm as proud of you as the people that are out there fighting, you know, the front line as well, because everybody's, everybody's going to have their part getting everything back to uh, back to normal, whatever yeah. normal's going to be. Normal's always different than it was yesterday. So I, I look forward to seeing what the new normal is and I just can't wait for it to be 
different than everybody having to stay home and, uh, yeah. you know, be safe doing it. And if you have any questions in the meantime, don't be afraid to reach out and get in touch with us. All right. Thanks so much, Matt. Great discussion today uh, on this uh, big relief uh, package that the government has put out, the CARES Act, uh, and enjoyed uh, hanging out with you, learned a few things. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of The Retirement Compass with our host, Matthew Brunner. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252 or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD. Compass, a registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC. Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities, LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities, LLC, and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Securities, LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.